On today's show, it's What If Wednesday, and what if the Dallas Mavericks had traded Jalen Brunson for Tyrese Halliburton back in the 2020 draft? This is a real rumor the Mavericks almost did. What would have happened to them? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member and nba channel manager for the lockdown podcast network thanks for making lockdown mavs your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms including youtube but the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below anything and everything let us know down in the comments below and answer this question a little bit later Which trade, which teams should have made this deal with the Mavericks on draft night 2020? It's our big what if today. Which teams, there's there's 11 possibilities, or even 12, I guess, should have made this deal. We'll talk about that in a little bit later. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the what if wonder, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? You know, I'm rocking a Rangers hat today, lifelong Rangers fan. Um... Not yeah, the same bit. one as Jason Kidd. For those for those on the audio platform, it's not the Rangers hat that Jason Kidd always wears. <laughs> Different <laughs> not color. The, not, no, yeah, not the powder blue one. <laughs> um, just bit, huge Rangers fan back from Nolan Ryan days. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love going Die to hard. the park and watching Pudge, you know, catch. <laughs> and Joey Gallo's doing great. And I just love the Rangers. So, Go, go Rangers. Go, go Rangers. Yeah, on today's show. <laughs> go Wings, though. Wings tonight. Of course. The Dallas Wings play their first home playoff game since moving to Dallas. And if you can be there, be there. It's going to be an incredible night. They need the support. I'm going to be there, and you will. Uh, it will be a great night. Hopefully, take, they, if, uh, if you see Nick there, take a picture of him eating nachos. <laughs> <laughs> and... And and tweeted at him. I need to see this, <laughs> or whatever his. Man, uh, I heard, I heard that, joke, that, you that like, joke was literally for one person and and me, and I had totally forgotten about it. I hope that I, you you like to drink beer through a hot dog, right? <laughs> only through the glizzy. Only through, okay. only through the glizzy or a sour patch straw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Dallas Wings, it'll be an incredible night. Make sure if you can be there. It's gonna be a good night. They need the support. And uh and yeah, hopefully they win. If they if they win and move on, they play the Chicago Sky now. We know that. So should be a good should be a good game. On today's show, we are getting into a what if. We're doing what if Wednesdays all throughout the offseason. And this one is kind of more recent, but it has some really big effects that I think could affect a lot of things for the current day Mavericks. And it's a hypothetical. It's fun. It's the off season. We love doing these. Looking back, we don't get time to do them during the season. But this one goes back to the 2020 draft, which was an important draft for the Dallas Mavericks. They had some picks in that draft, and none of them have really panned out as well as we had hoped so far at this point. The Mavericks tried to make some trades in that draft, and one of those trades they tried to make was trading up from the 18th pick, which they took Josh Green with. Tr- mm. Before they even took Josh Green, they tried to trade up with Jalen Brunson and the 31st pick that they took Tyrell Terry with and get go up to get Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton was taken 12th overall by the Sacramento Kings. Tyrese Halliburton is now one of the better players in that draft at, at this point in his career. 
And uh, and yeah, it's an interesting, interesting what if because it goes into what would happen with Jalen Brunson? What would the Mavericks look like now if Tyrese Halliburton was on the Mavericks? You know, how well would he play next to Luka? How well would he would the Mavericks be? How good would the Mavericks be at this point? Because Brunson had a couple of years of, of NBA experience under his belt by the time that this trade even happened, and he finally like like became who he's he's going to be this past season. And so there's t- so many different avenues. Like what would have happened with Rick Carlisle, Donnie Nelson? What would have happened with, you know, the offseason moves that the Mavericks have made and all these different things? Would we, we be satisfied with where the Mavericks were at this point if they had gotten Tyler's help? Would they have gotten to the Western Conference Finals last year? There's just so many what ifs with this. But let's start with this. So the reason why a trade didn't happen was because no teams agreed to it. No teams wanted to, to, according to Tim McMahon from ESPN, no teams wanted the package of Brunson, the 18th pick, and the 31st pick, which seems insane right now considering the deal he just got from the New York Knicks that nobody wanted this package to trade up just from 18 to like 12 or 11 or 10 even, uh, 9, 8, 7, like, like whatever number it is to just go up that many spots. Nobody wanted it with Jalen Brunson included, and that's the that was that's what Jalen Brunson's value was at that point. You think You think that was the first time JB was like, Oh, you don't like me as much as I thought. That that was, I think that's maybe the first time we've heard about him being in trade packages. I know. And and that's what I mean. Cause like that was reported by McMahon back then. It's been reported since then. He's mentioned on different pods and writing and stuff too. So it's like, you know, they liked Halliburton a lot. And, you know, I think I I can't remember this uh, for sure, but I think Bob really liked Halliburton too. And they wanted to get him. He was Alabama Alcaris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know Rick Carlisle loved Halliburton. It's not a coincidence that Halliburton ended up in Indiana. Nope. You know, and, and all of that. But it if they they really wanted him. So like that is that's not a I don't think it's a debate of they were trying to move up to get him. The question is, you know, obviously they just couldn't get up high enough to get him because he ended up going twelve. He should have went higher than twelve. Yeah. But then you start looking at some of those teams before the 12th pick. And you're like, oh, uh, some of y'all probably should have done that deal. So here's the question. Which team should have done this deal? Answer in the YouTube comments below. Let's just start with number one. Anthony Edwards, Minnesota Timberwolves take him. Think they're fine no. with that one. This is now just two years into these guys' careers, so it's sort of hard to figure out some of these guys. But I think some of them we know for sure. Golden State with Wiseman, number two. That one they they no. wouldn't they wouldn't do the deal. They probably are okay with where they I are. I don't I'm not thinking about this deal until seven at Detroit. Okay, well let me go through the panel. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know you're gonna go through all of them. <laughs> uh number three, La- Charlotte Hornets take Lamelo. They're fine with that. Number four, Patrick Williams. On the night of the draft, you wouldn't do this. No. Looking looking back, you think no. about you think about this. Yeah, mm. you would. I don't think I'm I not do I, don't, I don't know if they're completely sold on Patrick Williams as good as he is with where mm. Brunson is right now. Uh, Cleveland with a Coro at number five. I think they you ha- think you have I, Garland. I think they think about that, but I still think they think about it just value sake with what a Coro is giving you right now. I'm not sure that you, but you think about it. Six with Atlanta, a Kongwu. They don't think about it. That that's a really really good young player for them that they're and they have Trey that they're sold on. Um, they still need a backup point guard. <laughs> Brunson would have been a backup point guard at that point. Still, uh, he was a backup point guard for the Mavericks until like. <laughs> The last six months, like the last three or four months of the season. But but he, that's the thing, though. It's like, I don't think it's it's worth for any of these teams. If you're just viewing Brunson as a backup point guard, it's not worth moving from five to 18 to just get a backup point guard. That That's why I don't think if I'm one of those teams up through there, I'm not making that big of a leap back. 
Here are the ones where you start really thinking about it, especially with the hindsight of two years, two years into these guys' careers. Detroit with Killian Hayes. You think about this. <laughs> like, like you you would do that. You should have done this deal, basically, <laughs> is where we are with Killian Hayes at this point. The Knicks with Obi Toppin. This that- one's interesting because I think this was actually reported that they had discussion with the Knicks on this. This one is less obvious than the than the Killian Hayes one, but I still think at this point, and the Knicks just gave him that huge deal, so obviously they think that he's worth it, and uh, they should have done this deal. Washington with Denny Abdia, they should have done this deal. They're still they're looking for a point guard like badly right now. They're literally starting Brad Beal point guard right now, uh, trying to find one. So they should have done this deal. Phoenix with Jalen Smith, he's gone. He's in Indiana too, ironically. Um, they should have done this deal for sure. Yeah. And then the Spurs with Devin Vassell, <clears throat> words still out on him a little bit. Yeah, but I think they should have done this deal too. And then Sacramento takes Halliburton at twelve, so that's that's five solid teams, and six if you count Cleveland with a Coro, possibly that really should have done this deal on draft night. Now having the hindsight of two years and what Jalen Brunson became, the Phoenix one for sure. That's the one I, I get stuck on. That one's so um, obvious, yeah. Just because, especially, especially since he's not on the team anymore. Yeah, and they, they were you're kind of playing with house money there with that tenth pick. And the fact that they've been so good since this draft and they just whiffed on this pick completely, like imagine if they had Halliburton. Um, but if they if they had Brunson and then another swing at 18 instead of Jalen Smith, I think that would have been the spot to move up. Especially considering the players that were right around that 18th spot. Yeah, and it, and it makes sense of like, hey, you're moving up eight spots and you're giving up a, a, a young point guard in Brunson that could turn out to be something at that point. Like you said, he, yeah. we didn't know he's going to be this good. Uh, and I, I think that framework of that deal would have made sense for Phoenix. And these are the players, like these are the best players that were taken around that 18th pick that you could have had. In, oh, God, some, here we go. Some of these teams could have had. Sadiq Bey, Tyrese oh, Maxey, no Manuel way. Quickly, Peyton Pritchard, Jaden McDaniels, Desmond Bain. Like, those are some of the players that you could have had. Like if some of these teams would have made this deal, you're talking about Brunson plus Sadiq Bay, Brunson plus, you know, Tyrese Maxey, Brunson plus Desmond Bain that they that they could have had. Now this is we're still this is wholly hypothetical with this, but it's interesting to look back. So let us know in the comments which of these teams in the 2020 draft should have taken the deal of Brunson, the 18th pick, and the 31st pick for the player that they took in the 2020 draft, basically, and then uh, the Mavs would have taken Halliburton there. So coming up, we'll talk about. Who is Halliburton? Like, who is Tyrese Halliburton? You, you listening probably don't watch a lot of Sacramento Kings basketball. Didn't probably watch a lot of Indiana Pacers basketball. Who is he? What would he look like next to Luca? We'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do, imagine this. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too, too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think about calling for a ride. And then you start thinking, nah, you know, I live nearby. I can make it home. I can drive slow enough. It's no big deal. So what are the odds that you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, maybe you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why people, police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, Plan ahead. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, Isaac Harris, we're doing a what if. What if the Dallas Mavericks had pulled off a trade in the 2020 draft for Tyrese Halliburton? We were kind of skeptical about this deal 
at that point, I think even at the time, I remember going back, We, I think we liked Halliburton, but that's a risk to give up a guy in Brunson that you already saw had potential for sure. We saw he could be a pretty good backup guard. And then we really liked what the Mavs could get with the 18th pick. Uh, we loved Sadiq Bey at the time. That was the guy we would have taken. Um, we we thought about Desmond Bain, but that we weren't as sold on Desmond Bain. But I think I was I was at the time I was more sold on Desmond Bain than Josh Green at that point. But still, we liked what you could have gotten at those with those two guys um, instead of doing the Halliburton deal. Now looking back, the Mavs would have would have done incredibly well with this trade because Tyrese Halliburton's really really good. He's six five. He was, went to Iowa State and. He can shoot the ball. He, he averaged he, over you know his second year last year, 15 points, eight assists a game, almost two steals. He shot 41% from three, 84% from the line, and he just he just does everything. Like he does every little thing on a basketball court that you want from a guard uh, with that size. And he just would have been such a great fit next to Luca. And would you say the consensus around the league would be that Halliburton is viewed higher than Brunson right now? Right now, after the, after the, like yes, they, they, m- money they, aside, they, if you could take one point guard moving forward, who would you say? That Brunson is better right now, but that Halliburton has a vastly bigger, higher ceiling. I think that's okay. the, that's the case right now, uh, especially playing where he's played. He played in Sacramento, and now he's playing with this really bad Indiana team that that he played with over the last um, stretch of the season. So, but but I, yeah, he's got a much higher ceiling, like just size wise and the skills and the production he's had over, over his first two years compared to where Brunson was his first two years, uh, his age, he's 22. He's going to be 23 in February. So he's a couple years younger than Brunson at this point. But the thing that really got me about Halliburton is this story over the last couple months, he gets traded from Sacramento. He's in the Sabonis trade. So Demonis Sabonis goes from Indiana to Sacramento and he basically got traded for Halliburton without any picks, really. It was like him and Buddy Heald and Sabonis, and like, you know, he got sent to Indiana, and then Sabonis, and uh, that was it, like, got sent to Sacramento, which is it's just interesting. Like, a former all-star guy gets traded for no picks, just one player. That's how good this player is. And he was, like, mad at the Kings. He was so mad at the Kings for trading it because he had bought into Sacramento. He had bought into Sacramento so much and wanted and was invested in it, wanted to turn it around, wanted to be one of the pillars that like rebuilt Sacramento. And he had some resentment. And he shared recently, I saw this on a Reddit post, like people were, were cracking on him, but I thought that it was I thought that it was a, a great sign of a guy that wants to win, really wants to buy in, that he had bought in so hard to Sacramento and what they had been even that he resented them from trading him because uh, he wanted to be there so bad. And if he can buy into Sacramento, like he would have bought into whatever Rick was was saying with the Mavericks, like he would have bought into any kind of coach uh, at any point, I think. And it would he just would have been such a great fit. Yeah, getting players to buy into Sacramento, it's not easy to do. Uh, <laughs> we've not. we've told the story different times, but you know there was a player that used to play for the Mavs back in the day that you know we were talking to after a game one day, and we were talking about his draft and stuff, and he was a high draft pick, and we were just talking about his pre-draft workouts and all that stuff, and he looked at us and he was like, "There was one place I said I did not want to go, and I told my agent was that was Sacramento." He's like, "There's I didn't want to go there at all." Um, so anyway, it's, uh, I always think back to that, but, Me too. And, and they had a guy in Halliburton that wanted to be there and they gave, gave him up. So what if he came to Dallas in this deal? What if Dallas pulled off that deal on draft night and said, Hey, Brunson, two picks, you know, for Halliburton, is he the second star? Like I wrote down the thing and I, I said, um, I said it, it resets the Brunson contract by two years with a better player. 
in the sense of well and he's a first round pick so he would have been restricted right like it changes all yeah. that dynamic with it too because i i think he i think he would be viewed as the better overall player he's bigger six five yeah. shoots for shot 40 percent you know the field is rookie season takes more threes than brunson too which matters yeah and you know you still it's two, he's two years behind brunson as far as in the contract stuff so you kind of like and age <laughs> yeah so you kind of you know delay that a little bit of having to figure out you know to pay him and all that stuff and here's the thing it's like no matter we'll talk in a second of like how it would have changed dallas's you know future and all the stuff you're alluding to while i go but no matter if you think he's the second star or not like one let's just say that do you think he would be viewed as the after let's assume he had a great rookie season like he did and he still is viewed like he is now would would we would mavs fans be viewing him right now as Oh, he's the clear, like, young second star next to Luca. From what we've seen from him from his first two years, yes, I think he would be. I think he would be considered that. He's a year younger than Luca, so that your timeline is set back a little bit from where it is right now. Like, right yeah. now, Mavs fans want the Mavericks and Luca is ready for them to contend right now. I don't know if Tyrese Halliburton is ready for that yet, but you're talking about maybe they win a playoff series last year, then then they're then they're taking the the steps, you know, that they're building on it and they're not like you know they're not able to just win right away if they get him his rookie year. Um, we're going to talk about if they had won that. Like, would, would they have won that Clipper series that Brunson was played yeah. out of? Would they have won, gone to the Western Conference Finals this past year? But I think he would be considered that. And then there's it, a trade but, possibility. Him too. I was going to say, but that's the thing. Even if you don't think he's the second star, I think he would be even he would be even more of a centerpiece Valuable, for the second yeah. star. Because then what we've talked about with Brunson being the centerpiece of a of a bigger deal for a second star, then you have a Halliburton who right now, what, two years into his con- rookie contract, he would be the centerpiece with the expiring contracts, with the future draft picks, that literally anybody who hit the market right now, you'd be able to go after him and say, Here, here's our package, and you, you'd be right there probably. He was traded for Sabonis basically by himself. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like he was already traded for an all-star level player. Imagine what you could do if you added a bunch of picks to him at this point. Then then you're talking about, like Isaac said, you could get any star that comes on the market, and that would have set the Mavericks up in such a better way than they are right now. And it's because Jalen Brunson left, which is, you know, which is why yeah. they left in this situation. But but yeah, the way that they would have played is fascinating to me too. Yeah. So okay, let's go back to let's go back to draft night and go down through the timeline. What what changes on that draft night? Does does anything change as far as you know? They're giving up the, you know, the Tyler Bay pick there in the second round. They're giving up the Josh Green the pick. Tyler Terry pick. Yes, Tyler Terry pick because you know, do they make the Seth Curry for Josh Richardson trade? Yes. Does it? Does oh, that wait. change anything? They tra- Oh man. Because I don't know if they, it does. Because now you're getting a guy in Halliburton who at six five is theoretically a better defender. And you're you're moving up into the top ten probably to get him, so you want to start him. So I don't think they make the move. I, I don't think they make the trade. I think Seth Curry is a I, Dallas Maverick. See, I think they still, I think they still would make it. Obviously, in hindsight, you look back and you're like, no, they they shouldn't have made it, right? Like that's that's obvious. But I think they still would have made it because that whole thing was, all right, we've got a good offense around Luca. Luca can create an offense out of nowhere. We need to add some defense. There's not enough defense. The way the Porzingis was was defending at that point, Tim Hardaway was the second leading scorer on that team. He, the way he was defending, the way Luca had defended in the playoffs, you got to get somebody. There. But wouldn't and, Halliburton and I, be that though? As a rookie, like as a young, but he's player, a top ten pick though. Like, 
if you're moving up for a yeah. top 10 pick, you're committing to play the guy. But I, but you're committing to play him, yes. But you still need some defense and some like experience at that point. And I think they still probably would have done it. Yeah. They shouldn't have, obviously. I don't think they do. But, yeah. I don't, I mean, nothing else happens on draft night besides that trade. So, but it's a, it's a big what if. That, that's a, just a big what if in and of itself. But coming up, what would Luca look like next to Halliburton? How would they play together? What would the Mavs look like right now if they had traded, made that trade, and they keep Tyrese Halliburton? And he's been on the team for two years now. We're going into the third year. Would they have won the Clipper series his, his rookie year? Would they have won, made it to the Western Conference finals like they did last year? We'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. There's so many odds and lines and spreads and everything in sports. Let's look at our Dallas Wings coming up. They are playing the Connecticut Sun. The Wings are home. It's their first home playoff game ever. They are four and a half point underdog. You can get those odds right now on Bet Online. So go check it out. They also have a bunch of futures. They obviously have NFL, they have Eurobasket coming up, all kinds of. Uh, different things that you can get. Slovenia is still the Group B favorite to win. They're the their odds are locked to win Eurobasket right now. You can't even bet on them to win Eurobasket, but you can bet on them to win their group. So go check it out. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, we're doing What If Wednesday. This is a What If. What if the Dallas Mavericks had pulled off a trade for Tyrese Halliburton in the 2020 draft? And we talked about a lot of the the good things that could have happened. Um, the Mavericks would be set up with probably their second star of the future. He's like almost a perfect second star because he's so low usage. Like I talked about his production last year, 15 points a game, eight assists, you know, almost two steals shot almost 50, 48, like 50, 40, 80 basically. Uh, but he hadn't, but in his stops in Sacramento and in Indiana, he's had like an 18 to 20% usage percentage. That's the same as like Tim Hardaway when he's, when he's normally playing uh, like his usage percentage has not been super high and he still can produce like that. Uh, that's a sign of a, of a really good player and a sign of a player that could play with a guy like Luca. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, everything you want in a backcourt mate next to Luca, especially at his age. Um, I mean, he shoots the ball great, you know, from the outside and stuff too. So like he would theoretically be a great, perfect fit next to Luca. Would the maps have still made the Porzingis wizards trade? Um, Porzingis wizards trade. Yeah, when yeah. they sent him, yeah, because the KP trade from the Knicks had already happened, but the KP to the Wizards, I think they do too. Yeah, and you get now all of a sudden you have the guard rotation you've always dreamed of. It's Luca, it's Tyrese Halliburton at six five, and Dinwiddie at six six. That is a big yeah. guard rotation. You have you still keep the wings. They probably still sign uh, Bullock over the off season. Yeah. They, still extend Dorian Finney-Smith, and then there all of a sudden you have this guard rotation, this wing rotation that you've really really wanted for a while. I, I do think, you know, they chased Kyle, Kyle Lowry very hard. Um, you know, you they talk still to them. would. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think know. They st- I think they still would because they unless Halliburton just came out and just said, I'm a starter, I'm good enough at this point. We don't know exactly how he would look. And one of the big what-ifs in this whole scenario is how would Rick have played him? Like, how would Rick have dealt with him? Where we know that Rick – Played Dennis a lot, Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. He played Dennis a lot, and we're like, okay. But we knew that that Mavs team was tanking. Like Mark Cuban has come out and gotten fined for that on many yeah. shows that he, that the Mavericks were tanking at that point. We know that he played Jalen Brunson a little bit, but he didn't play him in the playoffs. 
See, I, I just think and they obviously played Luca, but I wonder how how much you would have how much you would have played Halliburton to show what he was capable of to show that he was like ready at that point. I think they still I think they would still go after Lowry at that point because they gotta get they gotta get somebody and a third guard would have been. I just think still that good because Rick liked him so much and because you're gonna make the deal of trading a young player and two picks there to move yeah. up into a, a top ten pick, then you are confident that he's gonna start and you're gonna play him. And I, I want to feel like kind of, I mean, Luca, I mean, you, you took Luca at three, you moved up to get Luca at three. If you're going to make another move into a top 10 to pick a player, like, I feel like you're going to commit to him. Yeah. Um, I, one of my, what ifs is like, do they beat the Clippers in that seven game series? Because we've talked about, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like we interviewed Brunson at media day and we talked to him about that Clippers series. <laughs> And we asked him about, you know, I didn't and, think we could do it again, but we found oh, a way. We did. We found we a way. Did. But one of the things we talked to him about was how he kind of got played off the floor in that Clippers series, and he didn't have that big of an impact on that series, and they end up losing it in seven games. And what did he say to us? <laughs> what if Halliburton was in that spot instead of Brunson? Yeah. And it's like. What if he gave them just a little bit more than what Brunson did? Do they win that series in seven games or shorter? Then if they win that series, they're going on to play the Jazz in the second round. And if they beat the Jazz, they're playing the Suns in Western Conference Finals. And it's like, it's just... Maybe, maybe the Game 7 thing happens a year earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but I think that's a, that's a fun what if with it. Does it change the futures of Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle? That one I thought about probably too longer than what I thought because I was like, <laughs> all right. Because then it let's just assume Halliburton has a great rookie season like he yeah, did in Sacramento. Yeah. Then there's a lot of victory laps being taken, you know, of like, hey. Because yep. once again, Brunson was a little unproven. There's, re you know, the reason why they didn't offer them an extension, you know, a year later, whatever it was. It's like, so you swing for the Halliburton thing and it lists it, you know, he's good. It's like, there's another kind of win under Donnie's belt with that. Rick is loving Halliburton, all of that. So I'm fascinated by that. Um, what happens? Wait, what did you decide? What did you, what did you decide with Donnie Nelson and Rick? I, I think they're both gone. Yeah. I think they're both be gone. I, I think the razor's edge for Donnie was only like honestly one more player. And I think that if he had if he had acquired that one more player that we saw could be a star, and you're building around Luca, KP, and and uh you know Halliburton, I, I don't know. I feel like they they hold on to him a little bit longer. Like he just it felt like Donnie Nelson was biding his time. The Porzingis trade, he he or the Luca trade, obviously, biding him more time. The Porzingis trade bided him even more time. And then there wasn't any moves after that, and you're just like, okay, well, this is not working and I think I'm more confident that Rick would be gone than Donnie. I yeah, think, think it was yeah, going to be. So too. Yeah, I'm with I think you it was going to be. I think I'm with you on that Rick too. Was yeah. gone. Um, does what does it change about their recent playoff? You know, run. Does this still happen? Does does he keep the Mavs afloat? Do they finish with a better record to where they're not even playing the Jazz? Lucas still gets hurt, and then it's a whole thing like. Does the run even happen? Do they make it to the Western Conference Finals with Halbert and Steph Brunson? I don't, that one's that one's a way harder so to hard think to about. Um, what happens to Jalen Brunson's career? I know this is a huge one because look at the teams that we had talked about, starting with Detroit at seven in this 2020 draft. The teams that he could have gone to: Detroit, 
he, he maybe shows some flashes, but he at least gets that. He probably gets that contract extension that the Mavs would have, you know, would have, should have offered him yeah. at that point, but he doesn't get that probably max deal. Cause they're not making the playoffs. He's not showing out in a playoff series. Uh, no. Number we'll skip number eight for now. Number nine <laughs> is the, was the wizards. Um, they pay every, they pay anybody. So <laughs> he would probably still gotten the money. Him and Brad Beal would have put up a put up really good numbers. Phoenix, he would have been like the consummate, incredible backup point guard, but he's not making the same amount of money. He's not getting the same amount of opportunity even, even that he got in Dallas, but definitely not that he's going to get with the Knicks. Yeah. The Spurs would have been fascinating. That would have been really interesting for his career because him and DeJounte, him and DeJounte Murray would have been a really good backcourt. I think pop would have like really, really bought into him and like fallen in love with him as a player. Yeah. And uh, that would have been interesting. But then number eight, the one that we skipped is the Knicks. He could have just been on the Knicks. Like yeah. if they had made this trade, you know, they don't take Obi Toppin. They instead trade that to the Mavericks. They take somebody at 18. Maybe they still take I think, maybe they still take quickly. Um so not much probably changes with them, except for I they could, have Brunson and not yeah, Toppin. I could be wrong on this, but I think this was the first draft with Leon and them under. I think you're right about that. Because I think I think there was a lot of discourse about the Obi stuff and how Leon and them were Obi's agent, and there was that connection of like, oh, yeah. they're gonna take Mar- gonna March twenty twenty. It was when they hired him. So yeah, this was the first, basically the first thing he did. Yeah, so it's like in a way, it would almost made sense if they made that deal of hey, going to get Brunson then, and showing their commitment then, and that's a crazy, that's a wild what if if Brunson just started off his career in in New York really quick. And the Kings probably take Jalen Smith and then or Obi Toppin and like they're back where they are. But yeah, Jalen Brunson's career would have been really different at this point. He would have maybe could have still been with the Knicks, but maybe he's with the Knicks when they make that that playoff. Like they make the playoffs with with Thibodeau, and then he still gets the same deal. Oh yeah, and, I mean, just think if some one of those teams made that deal, and then they actually struck gold with the 18th pick, and they took a Sadiq right. Bay or Maxi or something, and they're walking out of this draft with Jalen Brunson. And Sadiq Bay, like it's a pretty dang good draft for New York. It would have been nice if a team was able to do the, both those things. Yeah, if you could have had you know Brunson, Sadiq Bay. I don't know if that would have been good fit or, or even Desmond Bain. Like he, I mean, he was like he played. I heard that he played down the street. Satnam I didn't. I just learned about that the other day. I, I picked up a paper off my sidewalk and I was can't. reading about it. I can't do it. Uh, any other what what other avenues can we go down with this? Um, I I wrote down what you know. Would the Mavs have rebranded by now? We're done. Um. <laughs> no, we're done. <laughs> oh, Luca and Halberton would have played incredibly together because Halberton can can play off the catch a little bit more. He shoots off the catch a little bit more. He can do more. Like he's bigger. He can do more things. Like that tandem would have just been incredible to to build around if they decided to just keep him. I'm really yeah. I'm really just sold on how that that pair would have worked uh, and, the, and the amount that he buys in, if they still did the Jason kid thing, like he could have done a lot for his career. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, let us know in the comment section, which of the teams in the 2020 draft should have taken the deal from the Mavericks, Jalen Brunson, the 18th pick and the 31st pick for whoever they got killing Hayes, to Obi Toppin, all that. Let us know in the comments uh, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to lockdown Mavs. Go listen to lockdown NBA. Boom.